Long had the world awaited the combining of voices to form a new sense of media. Before them laid a wasteland of nothing but white noise, heads talking about nothing of any consequence. They hungered, strived for something more. But yet, there was nothing. Slowly, from the annals of time, they knew their champions would arise. But where? Where would they find these great monoliths of men? Was it in the gutters? Maybe. High castles of all men? Certainly not. But before them, there laid the conquerors of all. Only their voices to be seen and heard, their presence that which is not known by any single one being but by the masses, and together they form the great union to make a podcast unbefore seen by men. They were the two, the brothers, not by blood, but by thought and understanding. Together they made Nate and Nate! And they formed the best podcast that had ever been seen! Nate Square! Are we we recording? Two. Wait, do you want to do the intro or should I do the intro? Uh, You always ask me this question, then I always ask you what episode we're on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, maybe. I don't am know. I getting picked up at all, or is? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's. Why it's are you scrolled down? I don't know. I'm sorry. There, there you go, baby boy. Okay. I gotta be able to see my peaks. All right, that that's my valleys. You. I know, I know who I am. I'm always okay. below you. I'm always oh, on the bottom, no, baby. <laughs> yeah, but I'll you always power be bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll always be your bottom audio feed. Oh. Uh. You can just click that tab and see what episode it is. Okay. <laughs> it's important. It is. Uh, continuity. So this will be this will be episode five of, of season, season two? two. Yes. Um, we got to episode seven on season one. All right, we're gonna do episode five of season two right now. It's okay. Happening. All right. Okay. I'll lead us in. All right. All right. So, uh, three, two, one. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast, it's Nate Squared, I'm your host Nate, here with my lovely co-host. I'm also Nate. And uh, yeah, welcome back, it's been, what, like three, four weeks since we recorded uh, yeah, last time? About three weeks, I'd say, I'd say, yeah. The world continues to just accelerate down a hill of insanity. Oh, it sure does. Like, I don't know, it's like somebody broke open a sharps container, but instead of like STD ridden needles, it's just like one <laughs> catastrophe after another, and we're just like... <laughs> Downhill in a shopping cart, rolling straight through a forest of those needles. Yeah, easily. It's. Uh, I will say though, it's 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 helped bring a lot of clarity to mind. I don't panic about things as much anymore because I'm like, oh, everything's everything's going to shit for everybody. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, it seems like part of me wants to be kind of like judgmental, but I've, I've ran into a lot of people, or I've seen at least like on Reddit and like online, other places, a good bit 
where like people are like oddly kind of at peace or like really enjoying the pandemic. Yeah. And like uh, for me, maybe I don't get it because like I'm just not on that wavelength. Or I think I think that there were times in my life where like maybe I would have had that reaction, but something's like changed now, and it's just like yeah. I have the exact opposite response. My anxiety's been pretty high. But. Yeah, and I mean you work you work face to face with a lot of people like all day. So. Yeah, so I gotta like just throw this down on an audio recording just so it's safe forever somewhere. But I had a customer the other day come in, and I was talking to him. I couldn't hear what he was saying, and I, I mentioned something about, oh yeah, well you know the masks make it hard to hear, and I guess a hearing loss or anything and something like that. I do, and he like looks at me and he goes, well he says something. He says, but it's so it, it kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? And I was like, what? And he goes, well, you know, your eyes, your eyes aren't covered and your ears aren't covered. And so it's all connected together somehow. So it kind of defeats the purpose of wearing a mask, doesn't it? And I was just like, you know, I like to talk a lot. I was just struck and speechless. I just didn't know. <laughs> I felt like I felt like I was a dumb rat that has found the end of a maze. And I'm just like, I don't know where to go from here. Oh, and boy. Like, like, what happens next? Just got to go back. I mean, it. It makes sense. Your ears are connected to your, your head throat. bone. You will, yeah, your head bone, but they are connected to like your throat and all that. Yeah, but does my man know what a mucus gland is? Right. There's <laughs> also that. Like, come on, man. I don't know. Mucus membrane of the eyes, but also like, I don't know if that's really gonna. Well, you know what we love doing on this podcast? Segwaying. Oh yeah. So you're just like segue really hard. Sure. So one of the things that's gotten me through this trying time of catastrophe-ridden needle forests and shopping cart downhill adventures is alcohol yeah one yeah. one of my one of my longtime hobbies vices yeah totally don't make it weird but yeah <laughs> probably <laughs> don't don't make this weird it's, no i i mean at the, at the beginning of the shutdown i was whew, I, I was real bad so yeah i get it yeah. i was drinking a whole lot yeah, I just like went to our. Uh, we're gonna get back to Paul later on. Yeah, I went to my buddy Paul's bachelor party the other night and like ate, drank a lot of beer and ate a lot of fried chicken, like fired pistols. And that was the most I drank in a while. And I was like, man, this is this is not good. Yeah, not as much fun as when I was like 20 years old. It's a chore. And it wasn't even that much fun then. Yeah, it's a whole full body experience. Next day I wake up and I'm just like, why? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> But yeah, so we're going to make beer. Yeah. <laughs> so rather than just buying it, now we're going to go through the grueling task of actually creating our own to try it. Yeah, I got like I got this idea mostly from alcoholism, but also just from the idea that, like I got I got uh you know, I went down this YouTube rabbit hole of watching <laughs> that like Townsend's YouTube channel. Yeah. And it's just like this super super nice like fucking New England guy who I'm pretty sure is into some really horrendous sexual shit because nobody looks like that and sounds like that who doesn't have some like depravity that like holds them together. No one's that nice. I want you to cut me and then pour melted wax into it. Pretty much. Like, yeah, yeah, bacon fat or whatever he's been cooking with that day. Sure. But yeah, he does like the the tastes of the 18th century Mm -hmm. and like he was uh, talking about, oh God, uh, some kind of fucking beer that you cedar beer or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that you make from just like trees, and it's why like you know a lot of soldiers were issued molasses as part of their rations so they could make their own beer. And I was like, if some dumb fucking uneducated piece of shit soldiers in the middle of the forest in the 1700s could make beer, me and my co-host can definitely make easily. Beer. Yeah, there's so like seeing how that's accelerated from all the way back then. 
to like now where there are special there are special uh, businesses out there that you can send in your vaginal yeast to and they will create you either a beer or a wine with your own vaginal yeast. You know, I think that's peak capitalism. There's so many things for the people who have way too much money to spend their money on that we just keep keep coming up with more dumb shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I, I I I already like sort of cornered that one away to those people that'll send their butt yeah, molds that's, that's, in that's, to get chocolates made of it. I'm gonna be honest with you; those, those are just facts that I'm not gonna remember tomorrow. Those are just getting like put into the fucking shredder. Perfect. <laughs> Processed back out. I just hold on to all the really dumb bullshit. <laughs> it's okay. But we got to figure out, Nathaniel, how do we even make beer? Yeah, let's do some learning and some research. So researching. we found this website that is uh, incredibly titled accurately. What is What does it say? It is beercrafter.com, and that is crafter spelled C-R-A-F-T-R. There's no E. Fuck the E. You can't afford the second E. You know how much ink costs and marketing? Yeah. So My computer ink. Like, come yeah, on now. There you go. Don't want to be wasting that. The ink that. that you use inside your computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so we're just following their, like, basically learn how to brew. Beginner's guide. Yeah, beginner's guide to make this shit. And one of the things that sticks out to me the most, which is, like, something that I've heard about repeatedly over and over and over again, is sanitization, keeping everything super clean while you're doing it. Yeah. But so basically, like, I I, I don't know how to make beer, but I, I like, like, I've heard how it's done. I don't retain it. But don't you just add, like, fucking, like, hops, water, and, like, yeast in a fucking, like... A bottle and just let it go. Yes, but actually no. Uh, <laughs> Something you gotta let it ferment. Like yeah. yeah. So when I, when I was living up in Alaska, the water there wasn't really uh, potable. Okay. So I made mead. Um, there was well, some. Always got to stay hydrated. Yeah. It, a previous tenant had left a brewing kit there, and you need the, there's there's. There's three basic items that you need to create alcohol, and that is water, sugar, yeast. Ah, uh, yeah, sugar. Because the yeast needs something to eat. And then everything else that you add in on top of that adds flavor. So for, like, beer, different types of hops will add flavor, and then you can add other things into it. So when I was working at Neff, um, I had to pasteurize, like, certain wood chips and cherries mm. and stuff like that. And we would add those in, and they would complex and change the flavor a whole lot. And then you let it sit and ferment. And you check it, and you burp it, and you feed the yeast more if you want it to be more alcoholic. Can you, you know, get things like that? I remember, I remember Paul. Once again, we're gonna get back to you, Paul. We'll get to you, Paul. I remember, <laughs> like, what, what is it called? There's those things that you like. I remember when Paul was making mead, and you have these like huge, gigantic jugs with this little bitty glass device on top. So that is a one-way stop valve. Was that just like a, like a way to let it automatically burp, basically? Yes. Okay. So we're, I definitely want to get some of that because yeah, I will not have the due diligence to yeah. also where are we going to do this at um a closet a closet preferably yeah i have a pretty big closet yeah, i'm probably going to be yours because i live with a tiny woman who has shoved things into every single crack in the That's house fine. so i can make room in my closet it's not hard it's a big but closet when i was a teenager i also used to make wine because i'm a degen and how you do that is you get walsh's grape juice and like yeast and a rubber band and you put uh, a rubber band, a balloon. You pour your yeast into your into your Welshers. You put a balloon over the top of the, the bottle, and then you put a rubber band to secure the balloon in place. And you wait until it inflates, and then deflates. And when it deflates, it's ready to drink. Well, all right. Takes like two weeks. <laughs> um, we did it. We made prison wine. Yeah, pretty much. Uh. You make hooch. Um, 
but when it comes to like uh, the one-way stop valve, so you pour a little bit of water in yeah. there to where it submerges just the bottom of it and it just burps it and you wait until that stops burping eventually. You're pretty much good to go and then you just yep. fucking bottle it and yep. get the fuck on down the road. Yeah. So we're going to need some kind of big vesicle to put this inside of. Yeah, we could we could do um, just big jars you can get. I, yeah. I, I think we could probably get one of those. Definitely like has to be glass, right? It could be glass or plastic. Why don't we just do like five gallons and get like a five gallon plastic jug? Yeah, I was thinking that. Those right. water cooler jugs. Well, yeah, because that's what Paul's setup was. He had one mm-hmm. of those and he had a gigantic like cork for it. And then he had one of those uh, whatever one way valves yeah. like shoved through the cork. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you just let it go. And it's, it just does its thing. You feed your yeast. Yeah. So do we want to make beer? Do we want to make mead? Can we control how strong it is? Yeah. So the the problem with mead is it, it it's a wine, right? Yeah, you're a wine. No. No. Um. So the mead I made up in Alaska, I brewed for like three months, and it was ready to, technically speaking, ready to drink. It was at like maybe three percent, okay, which is enough to kill bacteria and then just filter it. And I drank that for a while. Um, but mead, so your first year, by the end of that, you're going to be looking at like a 12%. Oh man, you have to wait so long. But it's like drinking jet fuel. Yeah. Yeah. It punches you in the head. The longer you let it set, the more ABV it gets, but also the more the flavor matures, you start losing that like, oh, that's got a lot of alcohol in it type flavor. You know what I'm talking about? Well, how do we get more alcohol fast? I remember correctly yeah. there are certain types of accelerants yeah, in a way it's like turbo beer yeah it's i i i think that's how they make like bud light platinum which is just blood light but like way more alcohol <laughs> way more science experiments done on it yeah. yeah so bud light's like a 4.2 and then platinum is six point and it they 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 turn it out like amazingly quick yeah i want to point this out like this is gonna be like like relevant for two people like you and me but like fucking d's response to natty daddy is non-stop cracks me up he's just like they're so bad and i'm like yeah but they're eight percent alcohol like come on man but, but they're terrible yeah, they're, yeah, they're <laughs> why you good. mean you don't want a natural father <laughs> yeah natural father man <laughs> it caresses you puts you to bed so i'm just gonna yell out quietly into the microphone the different emboldened bullet points on the starting of this list. We got ingredients, batch sizes, equipment, sanitization, brew day, fermentation, and bottling. Those are yes. key elements. All, oh, man. Every one of them is so important. Well, except for one. Bottling. Drink that shit straight out of the jug, homie. <laughs> yeah, what, what are, are you, you playing doing? around for? Stop messing around. <laughs> Carbonation? No, nah, man. No, yeah. Fuck that. So I guess we should start in... Uh, 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 now that we've, now we'll, we're gonna do this like a scientific experiment. We've right. we, we've we've stated our question, you know. Like how make beer? How make beer? <laughs> we have uh, hypothesized. Make beer with stuff. Yeah, with the, the this is what we think. All right, now we're gonna do the research portion of figuring okay. that out. So what is my first question is? I just want to know how long this bitch is gonna take. Can we just like zoom through here and just look at what the uh, yeah. the timeline is looking like? Let's see. Oh, boy. Yeah. This is a big, it's a big old, big old thing. Uh, so this is talking about the size. Yeah. 
Yeah, a third way. Oh my lord. It's faster than five gallon brewing. We probably just need to go to the fermentation chapter. Let's not fuck around. Probably, yeah. For one gallon brewing. Oh my god. For bottling sanitation. Brew day! Find time. First of all, you'll need to set aside three hours for brew day. This is how much time you'll need for uh, to mash the so grains, boil the wort, cool it. It's talking about combining everything, like the process for that. Review yeast instructions, clean your gear, the mash, the boil. Okay, we're almost there. We need to get to the actual, like, how long do we got to wait to get fucked the up? The magic of fermentation. Now that your beer is in a cozy, dark corner of the house, here's what's going to happen over the next 14 days. Respiration fermentation uh respiration will last about four to eight hours uh fermentation from here on the yeast doesn't need oxygen during this stage the yeast will reproduce until it hits the ideal population needed to work its magic you'll see the yeast suspend in the wort for about three to seven days this is a good thing it means the yeast is converting sugars to alcohol carbon dioxide i'm ready for it keep going keep going no keep reading no keep reading oh and all the flavors, <coughs> where was I? <laughs> all the flavors, <laughs> all flavors you would need. need to taste like an amazing beer. Once it's done with this step, you'll see what is called follication? Flocculation. We made it. Flocculation. That's what I was waiting on. All right. <laughs> this usually means you're about halfway through the fermentation. It's a signal that the yeast is running out of food and is preparing to go dormant, settling to the bottom of your carboy. Fuck, did you call me? Listen here, carboy. <laughs> Uh, so it's like two weeks for the first stage. All uh, right, so let's keep going. Okay, well, the first stage is around three to seven days, your well, fermentation. Yeah, yeah. And then your sedimentation looks like it goes for about 14 days in the carboy. All right, well, let's see. Let's see. Uh, you'll notice a bed of yeast forming at the bottom of the carboy, and that no, bed will get yeah. thicker and thicker. At that stage, the yeast is also producing glycerin. When can we open it, Nathaniel? Um, thirty days. Come okay. bottling day, you'll have to prove to be a pa- uh, patient human being, waiting fourteen days to get to this point. But to really taste your will, you're going to have to wait another thirty days before you can taste your masterpiece. Although most of us will cheat after a week or two and taste one bottle and sure. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So we're looking at we're looking at two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. We're looking at like really all right, so like six weeks. Yeah, so good two months. This is a six weeks part off. Six weeks, yeah, two months. Two months. Okay, so if we did it, two months. That's not bad. No, two months is like longer than the minimum they advise here. They lo- they're talking about like six weeks plus two days. So that's not bad at all. Throw an additional two weeks on there, so it's extra spicy. Oh yeah. But now here's here's my my question. Mm-hmm. So, oh man, I guess we couldn't do multiple batches at the same time. So we had to buy like multiple setups. Yeah, that's gonna be a little cost prohibitive. We got to decide like what kind of flavorings we want to do in this bitch. What kind of beer do we want to make? Do we want to? What's like, your favorite type of beer? I like Newcastle Brown Ales a lot. Should we just Newcastle look, Brown Ale? Yeah, we should we just look up like how that does what it does. Yeah, I'll look up Newcastle Brown Ale. What? 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 What do you? Into Newcastle Brown. Asking the real questions here, gang. Oh, I was just misspelling things. Okay, what goes into Newcastle Brown Ale? 
This one? Is that the one that you're looking at? Yep. Okay. Um, Pale and roasted malts with American hops. But what what type of American hops? How do you drink Newcastle Brown Ale? Okay. I don't care. Yeah. I'm just it is brewed with pale malt and crystal malt. It is a lower hopping rate than traditional English bitters. Okay. Should we just go to the Wikipedia page for it? Go on Wikipedia page, baby. We're hacking your shit, Newcastle. <laughs> I'm in your area. Uh, oh, it's manufactured by Heineken. Of course. Of course. Time brewery. Production distribution. Pro- probably. Right? Well, let's see. What is it? What is it? listed as what kind of beer does it say it is it's a brown ale it's a brown ale so we really need to we're looking to make a brown ale okay there we go yeah all right term one in 1700 so it's brewed from 100% brown malt so you want to do you want to do straight 100% brown malt that seems like the way to do it okay I'm down yeah, we, we 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 can dig in. We can dig into this and uh, figure it out. Figure out some reputable brands. You know who's somebody that we can consult on this during the whole process. Paul. Paul. <laughs> and an old boss of mine. Okay. Jonathan Neff. Oh, that guy. That guy. That guy. Okay. That guy. Yeah. Uh, after this is all done recording, all that, I'll hit him up and be like, "Hey, we're doing this thing for the podcast. Uh, please tell me how to not fuck this up." Yep. Give me your give me give me the knowledge of your master's degree in chemistry and biology. Nerd it up, man. <laughs> give me your knowledge, nerd. Nerds. Um yeah, brown brown malt should be good. Um you know, we could you know what we could do? We could do a kitchen sink beer. Okay. Uh Saison. So Saison isn't like strictly any certain type of beer. It's just a mix of like all the stuff you love from different beers. At least that's what it is nowadays. Saison's back in the day were literally like, what do we have that we right. can throw into the mash? All this shit. Throw it in. Make it. That's a Saison. So right. we could just find out like what makes our favorite beers our favorite beers and then throw all that together to see what happens. <laughs> is that how it works? You just like add all your favorite things? I mean, I don't see why not. So like Newcastle's probably one of my favorite beers. But then, like, I don't know, I like Celebrator a whole lot, but that's a Doppelbox. So isn't that, like, twice brewed or whatever? What is Doppelbox? Jamie, look that up. Jamie, pull it up. Pull it up. <laughs> All right, so... D-O-P-P-L-E-B-O-C-H. P-P-L-E... D-O-C-H? B-O-C-H. B-O-C-H. Well, maybe a K. Who knows? Doppelbox. Okay. Uh... Let's see. Oh, this is just about beer in general. That's just about double box. Should we just ask Google what is Doppelbach, like an old person? Yeah. I'm cool being an old person. What is Doppelbach? Okay. Doppel, meaning double. This style is a bigger and stronger version of the low-gravity German-style Bach beers originally made by monks in Munich. Munich, Munich, whatever you want to call it. Munich. Munich. <laughs> the double Bach uh, beer style is very food friendly and rich in Mandalorians. <laughs> uh, Mel- melanoidins? Melanoidins reminiscent of toasted bread. 
Well, all right. So we can throw some fucking toasted bread in there. I don't know. Let's, you know, let's Wikipedia. Uh, 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 Userbach? So it says like... A much stronger version made by partially freezing the beer and removing the ice that forms... Ooh. That's way too much. Maybe in the future. Because well, what if we make beer and we hate it? I don't want to get in over our heads with beer. Yeah, but like, how much alcohol does your beer have to have before you stop caring about hating it? Because I could tell you the exact amount, and that's 8%. Natty Daddy's baby. Icebox? We should fucking try an icebox first to make sure we like it. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> but I, I am interested in trying an icebox. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. And like, I don't know why that never crossed my mind. That makes a lot of sense. Gotta freeze it and cake the ice off of it. Yeah, because you're just fucking like alcohol distilling your freeze. beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what is in a double box though? I said it was maltier. Yeah, almost like toasted bread. Okay, there's a subsect for Doppelbach right there. Doppelbach is a stronger version of a traditional Bach that is brewed in the Munich by the uh, Paulinier Fieros. Fieros? Uh, a Francian order founded by St. Francis of Paula. Historically, Doppelbach was high in alcohol and sweet, thus serving as liquid bread for the... Fer- Whatever the it's not important. F we don't gotta narrate the whole the whole uh, god dang paragraph. The, I kind of like scanned it. It doesn't really tell us anything about it. I think we just like I don't know. I think that once we actually make beer for the first time, we'll start grasping a little bit of this a bit better. Yeah, for sure. Well, hang on. I know what to do. What is? Oh, what is? the same wikipedia link a paler hopped version generally made consuming yeah we just read why this. won't you tell me what i want to know it's a malt dominated beer i don't know okay so it's malty so i guess it would work in with the brown malt that we'd want to do for the English we brown. just use a shit ton of brown malt well, yeah, or we could use shit ton of brown malt and then like other malts added in sure yeah because there's you know pale malts seen a lot of things about pale so pale malts would work some pale pale malts we could so what we could do is we could get like 50% pale malt 50% like brown, brown malt and then like toast 25% of the brown malt and toast 25% of the pale malt that'd be interesting yeah because yeah. that I'm, I can imagine that's where you're going to get some of that sweeter flavor is when you toast it you start caramelizing the sugar let's go ahead and make that the plan the then the let's get those two different kinds of malt and we'll like okay. we'll toast half of each and fucking just see what happens okay so I guess now the question is where do you get malt and hops I wonder if this guide tells us oh boy oh let's boy. go back to the guide uh okay so is there like a buyer's guide anywhere on, on this bitch Okay, so barley, water, fuck your water. I know we need water. We use malted barley, that means uh, malastered, steeped. Uh, where do you buy? Where buy? Where? Where? Where is it? I think we'll take the time to read through this and just collect like a shopping list. And I'm sure there's tons of like websites to sell this stuff. Right. We're gonna. So we know that we're gonna need. I already know where to get brewer's yeast. Yeah, we can just we, go to that shop in town, high gravity or whatever. Yeah, and I'm. Sh- they would have 
don't have harps. Right. Yeah, we could probably just go in there with all our all of our dumb questions. They would love to take our money and like set us up. Oh yeah, there those are the places like that well, always love people's dumb questions. Too. Damn it, Nathaniel! Let's what? go do that this coming Monday. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go to High Gravity and just talk to him. Fuck yeah, I'm down. Be like, we want to do this thing. Roll How do up, we do this thing? Be like, hey guys, it's your boys, the Nates. We just pull out microphones that are disconnected from anything. <laughs> <laughs> so would you like to talk, sir? <laughs> I have lots of questions. This is the only way we know how to do this. No answers. Yeah. No, I don't want you to answer my questions. I just have lots of them. Let me ask them. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll spend the next few days and look, like jotting down some ideas. And I like the idea of I don't know if it's a good idea to do like pale malt and like brown malt together. Who knows? Yeah. We have to figure that out. I'm done. They might laugh him. at us. You know, like we're just visionaries, Thanny. Pushed pork. Yeah. Oh God. You and your so I've been trying to convince Nathaniel with his chef ass. Uh, that pulled pork has been thoroughly played out and that nobody really cares about. No one's really excited about pulled pork. Like, yeah, it's pulled pork. Hamburger Helper is also good, but no one's like super hyped about Hamburger Helper. I was super hyped about it. So, yeah, helper. you were. You were. So, <laughs> my idea is pushed pork. Go ahead. Just tell them. Tell them what it is. No, it's just it's pork. It's pork product pushed into other pork product and it's super dense pork product. So, you could like, you could like, Carve up a pork loin, fill it full of bacon bits or like, you know, ham cubes or whatever. Stuff like that. You can just like use like fucking heated presses to like heat press pork into really small, dense patties. People have to like, you know, gnaw on and chew on and like really work for their food. You, you know? see, I, I get the like cutting open a loin to put other meats into it. That's a thing. Food is too good. Pressing. <laughs> food, good. Food is too, we got to make food <laughs> shitty again. All right, guys. <laughs> How else am I supposed to make a living by reinventing it if it well, isn't shitty you, you in the know, first cavi- place? Caviar is like unequivocally a bullshit food. Yeah, that it's pe- terrible. That people like because they tell them it's good. Mm-hmm. Pushed pork. We we can do this. I I'm telling you, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna propose it to Dave and be like, listen, just let me run with this for a week. <laughs> I need to I need to get dad on it so that way I can go back to him and be you're like, gonna start, look, it's you're, stupid. You're going to start a revolution and Dave's going to fucking rip off your idea and we're going to have to assassinate <laughs> Dave before he starts his uh, his restaurant empire on the back of pushed pork. <sighs> what, he's going to open like a fucking white castle of pushed pork? He could. It's a, it could catch on. That's not a bad idea, to be honest. <laughs> if you're able to eat at White Castle, I'm sure you'd eat it. White Castle is an American treasure. It is. It's horrible. But I remember that one time that small Indian boy and the other Jewish guy went and got it. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that that epic. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they my, so my, fa- whenever my family used to go visit other family in St. Louis. There was this White Castle there. It used to be a bank. And if you drove through, like, one of the drive-through lanes, they would send you your food through, like, the bank teller, like, shoe thing. Why? That's <laughs> terrible transportation. It was fine. It, it worked out came great. Out okay. yeah. What would you do for your drinks? I don't remember. Just poured it into the <laughs> container with it. I don't like, remember that. Uh, you just got to take it with you. Bring it back. Clean it, please. Please, God. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, back when I worked at the hospital, somebody tried to send a can of soda to another person through the, like, air, air mail system, and it exploded. In the air mail yeah. system? Oh, God. So that was a story I had to hear about. Anyway. Oh, fuck. What else about beer? 
We're making it. We're making it. We're I, drinking it. Not we'll right be, now, no, but not like right now. No. generally. Usually, yeah. There's like way too much beer probably left out at Paul's. Oh, boy. Yeah. Brought a lot of beer. You going to go out there and, and help them? Maybe a little. Slay the rest I don't of know. Yeah, I get that. Mostly play cards. I gave Paul a lot of expensive magic cards for his bachelor party. Aww. Speaking of Paul. Yeah. Talk about Paul. Now we can bring Paul in. Yeah. Because Paul is a very dear friend of ours. And he's kind of nuts. Uh, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> he pranked us real good. Yeah, so Paul not only knows a lot about brewing, we're going to like hit him up with a lot of our questions. Paul's also who I play magic with the most. Mm-hmm. Like He's the person I played magic with the most Like out of everybody else that I've ever met. Uh, and he has a passion. I know that we've talked about this before on the podcast a little bit. He has, if I remember correctly, he has a passion for this little old game called Dwarf Fortress. Yep, he sure does. I don't know how he does it. A long time ago, I challenged Paul that he needs to play the game Mount and Blade. Yeah. And Paul was like, no, fuck you, play Dwarf Fortress. You've been telling me you're going to play Dwarf Fortress for years and you never have. And so I technically did play Dwarf Fortress. I have like four hours recorded of me playing Dwarf Fortress. Like I made a fucking splash interest screen and all this shit. Like it was it was dope. It's dope. It's dope. <laughs> then Paul never played Mountain Blade. But I never really got Dwarf Fortress because it's like I don't I don't even fucking know how to begin to explain it. But Paul's offered to pay us to come on the podcast and talk about Dwarf Fortress, but he's also drunk when he said that. I just want to convince him to why come would, in. Why would he pay? Whatever. Because he just wants money. to talk about Dwarf Fortress. And so I'm thinking we get Paul on here and we like work out. I'm thinking we can borrow a buddies of ours laptop and do it. But somehow like record a video segment of like Paul playing Dwarf Fortress and explaining it to us and being really, really jazzed about it. And also just getting him on the podcast for a while and just talking about all the crazy Paul shit. Like we get him going for how hard Adelatles are to use. How easy it is to make a sling and how hard it is to use. What's an atlatl? <laughs> what is an atlatl? Do you got any bones you want to go dig up on the property? God. Are they ready yet? Uh, you know, brewing beer. Paul's like made his own fucking swords before, his own spear tips, his knife own blades. Guns. Oh, I'm, no, no, he hasn't. FBI no, yeah, go on, uh, no, yeah. Sorry, I uh-huh. was thinking of his bow and arrows. Yeah. Which he's also made. He's made, yes. he's made bows and made arrows. He's, he's real a, big in glass arrow tips yeah, right Yeah, he was doing glass snapping for a while, making glass arrowheads. He's a carpenter. He's, he's, he's a renaissance man of just, like, weird shit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he lives on some property out in this little place called Bristow, Oklahoma. Well, near it. Like, it lives kind of in the middle of nowhere. And I want to get him on the cast because I think he's a fucking awesome character. And I want to, like, pick his brain about shit. Also, just a really hardcore amateur historian. Yeah. Like, Dude's got lots of knowledge. An immense repository. The noggin on this man. The skull on this motherfucker is... Most of his body is his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a head-forward man. He's a very, very head-leaning man. I would. I, I understand why he likes goats. Yeah. Strong skulls. Strong noggins. I was once getting on to Paul for eating with his mouth open without missing a beat. He goes, goats eat this way, so there must be a reason. <laughs> For our audience, Paul used to raise goats. That is so unabashedly just Paul. Yeah, all right. Yep. Fuck, goats, you, goats eat this way. There has to be some reason they do it. I don't know, man. 
maybe goats are just rude. So I don't know what you want to talk about, man. Like I don't know, dude. We talked about Paul. We talked about Bruin. You want to hear about the hike I went on today? Yeah, tell me about the hike you went so on. So I went on this hike today, right? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> no, <laughs> like a, a few days ago, I found this place. Uh, it's called the Osage Prairie Trail. And it starts in downtown Tulsa at like the OSU Tulsa campus. And it goes just north all the way to Skyatook. Yeah, I saw when you were posting those photos that say you're in Skyatook. And I was like, what the fuck is Nate in Skyatook? I wasn't for? in Skyatook, but I think the trail end is there, the other trailhead, whatever it's called. But uh, yeah, I went there and I walked like. I'm trying to get in shape a little bit for this. For my birthday, I'm going to Black Mesa yeah. at the end of September and like going to the top of it and screaming at God. And, uh, and then coming back down but it's like fucking like f- four or five miles up four or five miles back down so like I'm trying to get in somewhat decent shape Yeah. so like the other day I went out to the trailhead and I hiked five miles and today I went and I parked as close as I could to my like turnaround point last time and I walked like farther and so the first time I went and did this literally like I'm walking I'm walking I'm walking for like a while I look down and I see this big spray-painted sign on the ground that says, Welcome to Hell. I was like, oh. And then my phone goes off and goes, You are halfway. And I'm like, oh, I got to turn around now. Thanks. Not today, Satan. But today I went past it. And I kept going. Was and, it uh, hellacious? No, it's just this path. It was really hot. It was fucking brutally hot outside today. But, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, I kept hiking, crossing all these fucking roads in North Tulsa, getting progressively further and further out of Tulsa. It was kind of cool because I basically, like... You know, uh, at the start of my, like, walk, I was already, like, two miles north of downtown Tulsa. And then, like, was walking, like, two, two and a half miles further north. And so the, the city kind of drops off pretty quickly yeah. out in that direction. And uh, got to pass a lot of, like, gang sign tagged, like, fucking signs and shit. That was fun. And then I come walking up to this bridge. I come walking up to, like, the, like, I cross the street on the other side. The, the, the trail sign says bridge closed or a uh, trail closed at bridge I'm like that seems like a fake idea and so I, I just like go walking down this path then i get up there and i see this bridge and there had been like some orange netting hung up to close it that had been just like taken down so like, yeah whatever bridge is open i'm fucking going and as i get up there i'm just like i casually turn i have like my headphones in turn and like look and there's some dude just asleep on the ground like rolled up in the netting on like the side of the fucking path and i was just like glanced looked at him and just very casually continued on looking like i didn't see him and just like kept up and kept walking i was like all right fuck and like, a nap. Like, like like stopped like a few feet later and i kind of looked back and was like all right he's not dead and just like kept going i was like uh, it was really strange hit my turnaround point coming back i like i see this like truck in the distance on the path and it's backing away from me. And I'm like, this is this is really weird. And as I get closer, I realize the city of Tulsa truck. And they're closing the bridge that I had just crossed. So I had to, like, <laughs> climb down this embankment and go through, like, this fucking water canal that was, like, mostly dried out and up the other side and climb back up. Like, I went walking up and I could see, like, the guys in the truck, like, trying, like, really not to have a conversation with me. But I walked up and I was like, roll your window down. And the guy's like, yeah. Because I really just wanted to, like, talk to somebody about it. I was like... I parked on the other side of this. That sucks. Ah, oh. and he's like, "Yeah, you can get down though. You can go down. Like, there's ways to get down." I was like, "Oh, does it suck?" He's like, eh, "It's not that bad." That's it. That's my story. I walked back to my car. And it was really hot. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Sounds like a great hike. We did it. Saw a dead guy. 
across the bridge? Nah, I don't think he was dead. I mean, I, I came back through. Like when I, when I got back up on the other side of the bridge, all the shit was still there, but he was gone. I imagine it was really awkward for the work crew to show up and be like, "Buddy, you gotta go." I pet a puppy. Oh hell yeah. yeah! I was like, I was like walking along, and this guy was walking back the other way, like a quarter mile away from me on the path, and he went to cut through this field. And he had a couple of dogs with him. He got like halfway into the field. He let the dogs go, and one of the dogs just immediately turns and sprints at me. And I was like, "Oh, baby!" And like, <laughs> it ran up and just like started playing with me. I was like, "Oh, hell yeah!" And the guy came up and to, like was laughing, trying to get his dog back under control. And then like I realized he was trying to talk to me, and I just wasn't saying anything in response. So I had my headphones in, and I was just playing with his dog. And I just like, kept saying, "Like, go get with your dad. Go get with your dad." So I have no idea what he was saying to me. He could have been like, "Get the fuck away from my dog!" And just smiling the whole time he was doing it. I never would have known. <laughs> you and your family it's like yeah. oh, oh good baby go yeah. get out of here go yeah. see your dad <laughs> that's my exciting life hey i mean that's pretty exciting to fire two pistols at the same time for the first time yeah i saw you justin do uh justice doing that yeah yeah i was like we got i got there a little before sundown and like we had some ammo we had to get through at paul's like bachelor party so i started like firing these two pistols double gangster style and, like, you can see at, like, one point, I accidentally fire, like, the right pistol twice as fast as the left one. And when that happens, I watch the, like, rear sights of this pistol start to go over my other hand. And I was just like, oh, no, 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 no. And got kind of spooked for a second. We're not shooting our hands. Yeah. Like, that'd be a bullshit way to end a bachelor party. It would be. You're not wrong. That's all I got, man. That's been my exciting life. That's, I mean, it sounds exciting. It sounds like you, you know, just keep going. Doing, keep doing school. Good things. Yeah. Doing the hiking. Hell yeah. Shooting guns. Fuck yeah. I wish I could say I've been up to. <laughs> Danny, oh. wake up. I'm sorry. I, okay. So you had a busy day also. I did. I woke up at seven this morning, which for most people are like, oh, that's, you know, a normal fucking human thing to do. For me, it's not. Not in the service industry. Not in the service industry, especially not for me in the service industry. I come home and I'm usually up to like four or five in the morning because my brain is like nighttime. Oh, we know how to function. Great on this shit. Let's do it. And so I'll just stay up till the wee hours in the morning. Right. So I went to bed at like 12.30, 1 o'clock last night. And I woke up at 7 today because our banquet chef, Justin, this like 25-year-old dude who's just fucking hyped as shit that he's buying a house. His dream yeah. is to just buy a house. And he did it. He bought a house. He's like, all right, I need help moving. Is it a McMansion? Uh, no, it's it's actually really mm-hmm. nice. It's a really nice house. Right, it doesn't you. It doesn't have a shit roof. It doesn't Good. have a shit roof. Better have a decent logical roof. It does. There are some things about it that I'm like, oh, that's a weird design option. Like the so whenever you go in the front door to the right is the stairs that go upstairs and they yes. like go up like three steps and then they turn and go up the rest of the way. Um but uh his his stairs, the first three steps, the ceiling doesn't progress with them. So it just gets the ceiling gets really low, or no? Like it's like, oh, that's a decent sized ceiling when you step on the first step, and then you step on the second step, and you're like, oh, that ceiling doesn't go up with it until you get past the first three steps to turn and go up the rest of the way. Weird. <laughs> so you get to the like third step before the little floor that goes up, and it's like, oh, you got like six and a half, maybe seven feet of clearance here. We got to move shit upstairs. That's annoying. Yeah, that's big lame. Um, huge backyard huge garage you know just a really nice house good but 
It was, it was primarily me and him moving all the shit. What rest of these motherfuckers jaw jagging? Yeah, just fucking jib jiving all around. It's not how to do it. Eventually, they started getting in with a little bit of verbal um, coaxing, but right. it was definitely one of those things. Was just like I'm just physically exhausted. Same, dude. And but we did it. We did it. I came home. It's like all right. I gotta start laundry. Started laundry. I was like all right. Alright, I gotta get ready for Nate to get here. It's like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell Nate to postpone till four. <laughs> I'm gonna take a 30 minute power nap. It's gonna be great. Oh, that's Woke fine. up an hour later and I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was working, I, I, I had to work on some schoolwork that was due yesterday anyway, and I'm okay. not gonna submit it until tomorrow because fuck you, I have a 3.9 GPA. There I, you go. I can be lazy for one assignment if I wanna be. C's make degrees. That's true, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember like when I, I set out like in my fucking like one of my first classes. They're like, "What, what, what are what are your goals for your time here at SNHU?" And I was like, "A 3.0 GPA, and I'll be fucking thrilled." And yeah. so anything above a 3.0 for me is just gravy. So you know, <laughs> well, you're a smart guy. I'm not surprised. You That's not true. You if, I'm, if I'm so smart, Nathaniel, why do I make so many bad decisions? Hmm? Because you need some way to express hmm. not being smart. Uh, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Maybe yeah. I'm just not fucking smart i don't know i don't fucking maybe know. i just sound really good i've hoodwinked <laughs> everybody that i work with into thinking i'm a fucking blundering idiot and it's great because it means i don't have to take on big responsibilities no one trusts you yeah <sighs> yeah it's great <laughs> and then justin today was like hey you actually know what you're doing huh and i'm like no <laughs> no i don't <laughs> shut up justin <laughs> just shit <laughs> like, your pants uh, <laughs> regress to being a toddler for the next five minutes to balance it out. <laughs> no, it's like it's a legitimate tactic that I put into my, no, no, not, not the shitting my pants. Oh, okay, all right. I mean that works too. Sure, if, if that's, that's what you got to do to get out of a situation. Very aggressive. I mean, uh, I wouldn't be opposed to doing it to get out of something. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna be like, hey, Thanny, you want to go do this? And you'd be like, <laughs> shit yourself. And be like. You could have just said no, bro. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shit my pants. I was trying to be polite. No, uh, it, like it, it's something that I've, I've been very... All right, so this sort of leads into a conversation I had with my mom not too long back. What a mom. What, what a mom. She doesn't listen to this podcast anymore. No, she does. <laughs> so long, sailor. Um, but... She, uh, she was. Uh, I like your mic stance. Oh, That's thank you. Mic stance. Inverted mic stance. Inverted mic stance. So I was talking to my mom. <laughs> um, oh, that works. And she, I forget what, how we got on the topic, but I was like, yeah, in another life, I would have made like a great con man. And she's like, yeah, yeah, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I was talking with my dad about it, and at one point during our conversation, he's like, "Wait, are you like conning me right now?" I was like, "I think so, yeah." And he's like, "Shit, how that happens?" Like, I don't know, it just happens. Um, and then Josh told me he was like, "Well, why don't you just do that then? Why don't you just become a con man?" And I was like, "I said morals, but." Just con yourself into happiness. That's the most important con you can do. That's what I've been trying to there do. You go. The problem is, is I don't buy my own cons. <laughs> and this this girl that I've been talking to and I went to go see. Um, oh. Our first conversation was about cons and how to like play. There's something that a lot of people fail to understand is you're not trying to trick somebody. 
you're trying to get somebody to think that they're in on the con. Because once they think they're in on the con, they'll listen to whatever you tell them to do. Because, oh, I'm, I'm in on it. It's a strategy. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay. And I was like, and there's lots of different ways you can do that. One of the great things that you can also do is like always have a lighter, a pack of cigarettes, and a thing of tissues on you. So you, you pick the person that you want to con, and they got it. There's something that they're going to need at some point, and you want to be the guy that has it. You want to have that bridge. And like, I'm just talking about all this. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, I do this a lot. Shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Am I a bad person? Well, you know. About it? I mean, I've never what can done, you do? Yeah, I can con people, but I've never done anything like bad to people. <laughs> so nothing they could prove, you know. But you know, it's it's working for my life so far. Just one con at a time. There you go. I remember what it came, what brought it up. I was talking about. I was like, yeah, I always used to joke with Nate that all these women were just these long cons. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you are good at that. I'm like, yeah, I am good at conning. Oh no, <laughs> maybe it's all I was long off in the end, all though. You, I, maybe. All right, can you release me from this hell? Are we done podcasting? Uh, uh, let me look at the time. Yeah, fifty minutes is good. Oh, okay. okay. All right. All right, uh, thanks. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, we got to do our outro shit. Do we got anything else to talk about? I was just about to just fucking cut it. <laughs> <laughs> do we got anything else? I'm, uh, you want to talk about love? No. <laughs> go on about that shit for hours. Uh, I'm That's, big sleepy. You're big sleepy. Yeah. Um, well, thank thank you for coming and recording. Oh, yeah, we got it Talking done. about beer and all that and everything good with it. Yeah, hopefully the, either the next podcast will be an update with us, like actually figuring out what it is we're going to buy and do, or we'll, or and or or also possibly maybe in, a, in addition to that, we might have Paul here. Yeah, or both. Yeah. Why not? All right. Uh, I'm a Nate. I've also been a Nate. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for coming and listening. And hope to hear you or see you or whatever it is that you people do to us on the next one. Bye. Bye.